0: Yeah, yeah, Metro Two Lockin'. Yeah. Drinking dope, turn me to a superhero. Yeah, yeah. Please yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah. We do not care. Roman 90, turn me to a superhero. Yeah. Lock in. I'm on that dope again. I'm on that flow again. Switch out the flow again. Yeah, yeah. You. The that pole again. Y'all know that what the, the fuck, fuck time you. it is man Y'all know what the fuck time it is The boy is in the building You heard We on different type of time in the day Okay we got a lot to talk about But we gonna get to it Just give me a minute Y'all know how we start Let's get to it Just give me a minute Just give me a minute Coupons Told you for never again Up echelon I get the stacking up I'm untouchable I get to represent Money multiple I'm at the top of the charts Unapproachable You know what time I'm on man Come on this is how I'm feeling right now You know what's up This is how we feeling right now Yes sir Come on trying to treat me like a minute they trying to turn me down you know i'm different i'm walking around with my skinny, i'm standing right down Sandy stay with well that nigga head got off the table so we had to calm down Come to the rap with the rap you think of dramatic nigga you can shit down Went out of town that's they had a one for murder that shit got it that i'm like tata nigga head put up his work that nigga head got down ain't had no party around hold on 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 y'all y'all know we got to get it a free 101 of, one of man he outside he back he back in the streets man Come on, one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got a bad bitch in my penthouse right now, right now. She got on a pushy gal ready to get piped down. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, man, all right tune in and lock in y'all know exactly what time it is in the building okay well maybe you don't maybe you don't let me remind you it is uh your boy big q host of the three-day weekend podcast okay big q the duke of boston you know the vibes you know how i'm coming man like, and i and i guess if you don't know now you know nigga yes 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 y'all um i apologize for Cursing so early in the episode I have been trying to stop doing that At least that's what I tell myself throughout the week And then I come in here and I get in front of this microphone And I start cursing like a damn sailor, man I say this every week and y'all are probably sick of it But hey, either way, it's okay, okay But anyway, welcome to the 3 Day Weekend Podcast This is episode 47, I believe 47, yes, 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 this is 47 hey we almost have 50 y'all it's been a long time coming man getting these episodes out but 50 we're gonna try to do something big for 50 i don't know what we're gonna do yet but y'all gotta sit tight and rock with your boy but we have a lot to get to so let me just get right into it man okay the boy bought the, the, the boy won us home i didn't talk about that last week i don't think Maybe I did. I don't know. Either way, the boy won us home. That's gonna, if y'all ain't know, he was on a trial. He was in a jail pretty much this entire year, uh, with, you know, his, cause, uh, his co-worker, Young Thug, on Rico charges. Of course, Young Thug is, they're making him out to be a real kingpin out here. Um, so he's going through a lot of struggles right now. Uh his his trial is a whole bunch of shit. He got the State Rico, the Federal Rico. He's <laughs> he sound like Spanish nigga, Federal Federico. But no, he got a Federal Rico, a State Rico. He's got all bunch of other charges they're putting on They trying to pin this man down. But Gunnar, who was on much lesser charges He had the RICO charge but that was really it There was nothing extra added there Um, And of course everybody is saying How is this nigga getting home So early Well a lot of people are street lawyers Don't know the law internet lawyers of course Arguing with real lawyers um, That's always pretty funny But of course uh, you know There was the debate all week in the past two weeks Did he snitch Is he considered a snitch Personally Um I'm a civilian so my opinion obviously Doesn't mean much but I don't think he was Snitching okay I think He he, he did have to cooperate he did Have to agree to what the courts were saying But he agreed to things that were already Known by the DA by the prosecution by The jury by whoever is involved In this case he just had to agree to things That were already known okay So I don't think That's considered snitching but either Way we got to give up this Bullshit in the black community because it's getting old, man. We say free gunner, free gunner, free gunner, free gunner till it's backwards. You heard the nigga get free, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, he snitched. He snitch. What did he do to get home? How did he get out? It's like it really makes you think. Did y'all did y'all really want free gunner till it's backwards? Probably not. Probably not. But hey, that's the problem with this damn community, man. And honestly, if you're white and listening to this, don't agree with how I'm bashing my own community right now. But this is this is for the blacks. All right. But please keep listening. No, if you're white, though, please, please keep listening. But yeah, I, I don't think he snitched by the way, whatever. Uh, people were going crazy with that, but I, I'm I'm over it. To be honest, I'm over the conversations because, like I said, at the end of the day, I am a civilian and I don't be in the streets, you know, been around some street dudes and street situations. I be pissing my pants. I'm not going to lie to you. I be scared. You know what I mean? Everybody thinks I'm tough just because. Big black nigga. But trust me, man. I mean, I could fight. You know, if we need to get to it, I can get to it. But I will avoid that at all costs. All right. I ain't trying to get in no fisticuffs with nobody. It's not a good look. Okay. I'm a big, I'm big pretty. You know what I mean? I'm a pretty boy, man. I'm a pretty nigga, man. Big pretty. That's what I am. Okay. I don't want to get in no scuffles with nobody in these streets. You're telling me younger days I, I might have you know Wanted to get in a little scuffle I might have tried to act hard and all that But nah no nah. that, that, that shit is um That shit is really over with man But I'm gonna get back to uh My community in a minute man Because there, there's a couple other things too That we just a lot of us Showing our ass out here man But I'll get back I'll I'll, I'll get back to that Um I did want to recap my weekend, though, y'all. I, I had a pretty good weekend, pretty pretty packed up weekend. It, it, it was a cool weekend, though, right? So if you don't know, right, well, I'm telling you now. I just got a new whip, right? I just got a new whip last week. I had um, a 2013 Ford Edge prior, and that shit was up to like 170,000 miles. And, you know, when the car starts getting older, and if you didn't take the best care of it, Everything is always an issue It's like I bring it to the dealership Um, I'm like yo man This shit making crazy noises They fix it I then next thing you know A month Two months goes by And now There's something else wrong with the car And then the engine, like Come on And then it's that And then it's that And I'm I'm not gonna lie I'm big on Kind of Turn the music up when, you know, sounds like my car making a crazy noise. I'm big on a, ignoring and procrastinating with the problem before I actually get it fixed. And that definitely didn't help. Um, I got the car used. I got it. Uh, I got it, and it was at about maybe 90, 90k miles. And I, I rode that shit, man. I rode that shit into the fucking ground in three and a half years. Yeah. Three and a half years, man. I, I did a lot, man. I mean, they were. You know I drive for lift now I do it you know on occasion But there were periods man in that Three and a half years where you know I quit a job because you know me I walk right out of a job And I had to do lift full time So there was a couple instances of that Where I did lift full time And uh, I'll, I'll never do that again Because it's just it's way too much Wear and tear on your car You know you, you're putting yourself at risk You know of getting into an accident Just because just, just off of numbers Off of the volume because you're driving so much, so uh, I'll never do that again. Okay, I'll make sure if I quit a job, y'all, that I got another one. Okay, preferably in the crib. But so that to, I say that to say, I'm ready to motherfucking drive. I'm ready to get on the road because I got my new wheels. You know the vibes. It's, it's also a Ford Edge, but it's a a much newer Ford Edge uh, because I, I'm loving the edges. Honestly, I really am. I like the look at them joints. You know what I mean, but. Uh, got black rims, black grill. You know what I'm saying? Shit, kind of murdered out. She got the shooter tints. I'm, I'm lit. But I'm like, well, what, what more perfect time, man? I'm going to New York. I'm going to New York this weekend. It was already planned, already planned out. So already had it ready to go. But I said, yo, we could take my car, give your car a break. You know, I, I like driving. I like being in charge of the driving anyway because I'm an exceptional fucking driver. So. We, we 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 take my whip, right? We go to New York. We go there. We go Friday night. Her friend was having a wine night, a wine party, um, and you know, some of y'all might say, "Boo!" That sounds mad boring and some mad old adult ass shit. Well, newsflash, motherfucker, we as adults, okay? We almost thirty years old. My siblings told me I'm pushing thirty, and. That that was an insult, I guess I mean, I ain't mad at it But they made it sound bad as hell But anyway, this is what we are So, yes, I'm going to a wine night Okay, they'll be playing Christmas music And I got a dress to impress I'm ready But here's the catch Uh, Her friends who are throwing the wine party They make their own wine So this wine, this ain't approved by nobody Barefoot uh, fucking, whoever you want to think, barefoot, fucking, uh, the kangaroo shit, no, whatever you can think of, this shit ain't approved by nobody but these white folk. Okay, so this is um, that that's already gonna get off to a bad foot because we don't know how much alcohol is really in this. What's the alcohol content? Um, you know they got gallons and gallons of the shit, but hey, they do it every year, so we say, hey, it's cool, it's gonna work. Of course, uh, everybody shows up Everybody's dressed to the nines Bitches got their dresses on Niggas got on, you know Motherfuckers had on waiter suits You know what I mean? People was ready to go So, um, start drinking Get right to the wine Of course, it's wine It's different wine You feel like you can keep drinking when I tell you after one glass of this wine, and we're not in there being like bougie connoisseurs, you know what I mean? We in there, we pouring wine up like it's juice. We filling the glass to the brims, you know? So, of course, after one cup, man, let me tell you, okay? Your boy was getting warm and fuzzy in the face after one glass. Okay, I'm, I'm telling you, it was a big glass, but it, still, after one glass, I'm feeling hot in my face, like I got a fever. Right? But I said, hey, it's going to be a good night. I go to two, I go to number two, I get a big glass, fill that shit right up. I tried the white wine this time because they had red and white. The white was real bitter, wasn't really my cup of tea, giving me acid reflex, all that shit. I wasn't fucking with it. But after that second cup, Jacket had to come off. Now my body heating up, tingling in my fingers, starting to tingling in my toes. Um, but hey, that's what—that's a good sign to me. I say, hey man, this is this is good. I like this. This is a lot of fun. I get to glass number three. Glass number three, okay. <laughs> I, I, glass number three had me being silly. Okay, had me being silly, but I wasn't even. You know, I wasn't mad because, you know, I'm looking around and I, I see others almost being sillier than me. Got motherfuckers in there dancing, dancing, battling all type of shit going on. This was this was one of the most reckless, bougiest parties you might ever been to. man. I'm telling you, because everybody was keeping up with that pace with that wine that it might be illegal. Shit, I might I might be dry snitching right now, to be honest. Because man, that, that that shit was dangerous. But uh, we kept drinking it. And then of course, at some point, you turn to harder alcohol. Because now you want to take shots. And <laughs> now I'm drinking Tito's and Tito's and sodas and all that shit, man. And it, it was uh, it became a very long night. I did end up, you know, doing imaginary karaoke. I'm singing Christmas songs by the motherfucking Christmas tree. All right. That's how bad it got. People was throwing up behind the house. People were throwing up in front of the house. You got niggas leaving and coming back talking about Chapstick was missing. Then they fall asleep on the stairs. You got all type of shit happening, man. I'm telling you. Okay. It it, it got really, really sloppy. But nonetheless, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But with that being said, man, we had plans Saturday. We had things to do the next day. Um, but man, I was I was fucked up, man I was fucked up I, I did have a plan, right? And, and, I, and I'm not going to say the person's name But I, I do apologize For not being able to make it out To your party on Saturday And honestly, this is the honest truth I woke up Saturday Honestly, I woke up at about noon Didn't really even get out of the bed Till about 1 o'clock You know, we didn't stay in a hotel You know what I mean? We're staying at somebody's house So it ain't the best sleeping situation and, you know, we didn't get moving, really, till about 2, 2.30. And I felt horrible. I felt terrible. I was, I was sick as a dog, man. And, and you know, nothing to say, I, I just got over really being sick for a couple weeks. So, drinking that heavily, drinking that illegal-ass wine really fucked me up, okay? And that's how Saturday went. Saturday was a lot of bagels because if you know anything about motherfucking New York, you going to get your ass the best bagel in the motherfucking world. And I'm not even lying to you. Okay. I'm not lying to you. But of course, I had to deal with that later through text messages, you know, not being able to go to the party. And I don't know if she believed me, but hey, I'm saying it right here in the three day weekend podcast. Just in case you like to listen, because I have a bad habit of going through some things with people talking about it on the pod. And somehow they listen. They listen to that episode. I ain't listening in weeks, but somehow they always end up listening to the right one. But ended up chilling out that night. I think I went, We might have went to dinner that night. Just saw some low key shit because we was in town. But Sunday came, and Sunday we had uh, we had a podcast back in Boston. We had to come back to do to a show at the Wilbur Theater. And it's the new Rory Mall podcast. Um, if you, you know, I'm a big fan. I was a fan of the Joe Button podcast. A huge fan of that. I'm um, not sure if y'all heard of that. But um, they were originally on that. There was a whole big split, whatever, a breakup. And now they do their own show. And then they go on tour and shit. And, you know, I'm a big fan. So I like to support. I went out there. I uh, sat out to the Beat Club podcast. They opened up for them a local podcast. That was dope. The whole thing was dope. But, man. That's not even what I want to talk about, okay? The people of Boston, Massachusetts. You niggas is some coons. Okay, and I ain't talking about the Herschel Walker coon. No, raccoons are smart animals if you're from this. No, I'm talking about ignorance, man. I'm talking about the, the type of people that Dr. Umar would be upset with, okay? And, and Dr. Umar, I'm, I'm calling, I'm saying Dr. Umar would not be proud of y'all. Okay, and you know me, I be messing with white girls, so Dr. Umar don't even fuck with me. I'm already out, have one foot out at the black card. So, y'all, if I'm bringing his name up, y'all was really acting crazy. Okay, I honestly felt a little embarrassed. Right, people are rowdy, people are hype, of course. It's, it's a cool thing, but that's the cool thing with podcasts, live podcast shows. If you don't really understand, um, because of course, if you don't listen to podcasts, you'll be like, what is a show like? Um, it's very interactive You know what I mean These are people you listen to Probably on a weekly basis And they're so interactive They're so close to the crowd They talk with us They back and forth with us it's, it's really cool It's a cool experience They do different games They do different shit like that But People was really acting a fool Okay The problem is You know Everybody in there was getting drunk You know People come in They say I'm gonna get as drunk as possible Because this shit about to be mad funny And it's amazing but of course they get too drunk And then they start acting stupid Asking dumb questions Bringing up dumb shit um, You know Just being wildly inappropriate Like It's just kind of embarrassing right? And they won't stop talking People that They take the interactive thing And they take advantage of it They run with it Now they People every second are in the crowd uh, Anytime they say anything People are just yelling shit back Saying whatever they want to say Shit that don't even fit in the The, the script of the show Okay Like I appreciate the professionalism from those guys Because there were people in the crowd Making it really difficult There was one guy next to us Man he was so fucked up He just kept yelling and he was loud The nigga was loud And he just kept yelling Yelling just hype It's like buddy I know you hype But damn nigga Get the fuck outside and touch grass You doing way too much But it was a lot of that. And unfortunately, it did ruin my experience a little bit. Um, That combined with maybe the show dragging on towards the end a little bit. It was like a double whammy to the point where I was like, as soon as that show was over, I was ready to skate out of there, man. But, I mean, overall it was great. But, man, Boston, man, we got to do better. We got to do a lot better, man. And you wonder why motherfuckers talk so much shit about our damn city already. But... Whatever, whatever, man. tune in and lock in. Alright, man. I-, I I gotta get into a couple situations with you know shit that's going on in the public that has really been really grinding my fucking gears. Okay. Like I said earlier, I would get back to the situation about how black people we are showing a fucking ass. Alright, we gotta relax, man. In this episode, this do sound like I'm a f- like I'm I hate my own people. Trust me, I fucking don't Alright, that's the last thing I do Okay, but man People have been really showing their ass lately Showing how dumb We can look, man First of all, we arguing with each other over dumbest fucking topics In the world, shit that don't actually matter Like I said, the Gunner situation People going back and forth about this shit What are we fucking really arguing about You got dudes going to find Gunner's car And they throwing cheese at it Throwing cheese at the car Niggas still ain't went to find Zimmerman's crib. Zimmerman living somewhere. Now, he might be in jail now, but it was exactly what Jay-Z said. The streets is done. The way niggas act, it's all foolish. Everything is for clout online, but they do it in the wrong situations, okay? This is something that is kind of old, but it's still going on. It's still a conversation, but the Deion Sanders situation, right? If you don't know the Deion Sanders situation, Deion Sanders, obviously football, NFL legend, culture legend, he was the coach at Jackson State uh, University, in HBCU in uh, Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, if you don't know what an HBCU is, it's an extor- historically black college. Um, you know, they've been popular for years. People go to them. But the constant conversation surrounding them is always how they need more funding. They need more popularity. They need more people to go to these schools, more people of color to just go to them, to choose them over that. In the last few years, the biggest thing has been. Um, cause we've seen big, big name athletes actually visit these HBCUs, actually go to the HBCUs um, and actually end up attending school there Bring you know, cause if you bring a big name anywhere, it's going to put spotlight on that school That schools gonna get more money, more funding, more TV time, all that's, just going to come. So it's amazing what good people are doing, but. The the biggest um, boost in the HBCU culture the last two years here was Deion Sanders going to Jackson State as the head coach. And, you know, there were so many reasons as to why it, he took it. You know, some people said, you know, he didn't want to be anybody's assistant coach. You know, he wants to go up to the next level. But, you know, you have to start in certain places, go to an HBCU, they'll hire you as the head coach right away. So he does it immediately brings so much attention to Jackson State um you know I'm seeing about HBCUs and Jackson State more than I'm seeing about colleges that like UCLA or USC these power 5 colleges that we constantly hear about now I'm seeing Jackson State all the time I'm seeing Prime you know I'm seeing them talk about so many different things all these speeches and all these kids getting on this spotlight and then besides that stuff that stuff's just surface Okay, we're seeing him actually. You know, they said he took half his salary. He's getting paid three hundred k. That's very low for a Division one college coach, but that's all they can afford. And Dion, he's not worried about money, obviously. So he takes half of it, and he's actually helping pay some of the coaches. He's helping the school, so they get new facilities. They get and they got a brand new facility, brand new locker room, everything. Right. So you talk about the surface things like the attention. He's actually putting his money where his mouth isn't putting real action in place okay so all this stuff is great for the school two years he does two seasons there brings very big name players there Um, his son who's the quarterback Shador Sanders he's really good Uh, Travis Hunter of course as everybody knows is really good and Deion said okay it's time for me to move on takes a job at uh, University of Colorado Boulder okay? Colorado is a power five school I believe it's like in the Pac 12 uh, don't quote me on that but it's it's a Division One school. It's FBS football opposed to FCS, which FCS is, you know, uh, the kind of how they split those leagues up. But FBS is really where you want to be. Um, it's just you can you have a chance of being on that big stage, and that's what Dion really wanted to do because he wants to keep moving up the ladder, and that at the end of the day is the goal. We constantly scream. We want more opportunities for our black coaches. We want more opportunities for our black players, things like that. We want somebody like this in the locker room, teaching our youth, teaching the kids. And when he makes the the move, he he does what he has to do here at Jackson State. You know, it was only two years, but he did make some changes. He did bring attention to it, and now he's moving up. He's getting that opportunity that we're screaming about. This is what we want. We want these opportunities, right? And now it becomes a debate. It's a whole thing. People bashing Dion. He ain't do shit. What he did was whack. He ain't really helped HBCUs. Shit's gonna only revert back to what it, you know, what it was before. He didn't do enough. Okay. While I I can see the point, right? A little bit. I can see, okay, two years, not enough. But come on. We're doing this from our couches. We're talking shit from our living room. We didn't do anything for no HBCU. But now we have to say Deion Sanders has to be the savior, has to be a leader for Jackson State. I didn't know about Jackson State, but I'm going to bash Deion for doing this, for leaving, for stepping up, getting a better place. Then people try to say, I'm sick of people, you know, leaving our situation to go to a white situation and consider that a step up. I mean, people do that. People do consider that. You know that we've seen it in history, but this is not that case. Okay, Dion didn't he didn't go from a he actually went from a lower place to a higher place, and it has nothing to do with race at the end of the day. Nothing more than the fact that okay, HBCU to a PWI. But that shit, he's going from the FCS to the FBS. That's a huge step up. This is a big deal. It's a huge jump for somebody like Dion. Now, you know, years down the road, he's going to have the opportunity to go from being on ESPN3 to now playing in maybe a national championship game on ABC. Okay? People don't realize how big of a jump that is. And honestly, I'm all for it. Dion is still Dion. He still told us so many good things, so many good speeches. He still did a lot for some of these kids. Um, you know, there was the other thing that he's taking a lot of the good players with him, they're transferring with them, but that's just a part of sports. This is the other thing. People don't realize how often people transfer. Kids are transferring every day. They're getting in the portal, going to a different school, and they're always gonna follow their coach, whether it was from fucking Michigan to Michigan State people who follow their coaches the coaches that that picked them up that recruited them especially if they're good come on people really uh they try to specify these issues and it's like come on man it's really not that big of a deal I'm proud I'm happy that Dion is making that step up this is what he's gonna keep doing this is what he's wanted to do and you you gotta be happy for him man and you got to think his son who's a quarterback has a much better chance of being on that bigger stage playing at somewhere like Colorado because what the knock is going to be when he's in the HBCU is he didn't play good enough talent. So instead of going high first round pick, we're going to go somewhere late if he gets picked at all. Right. But now they can't say nothing about the competition. I mean, you got to think about all this shit. This is his kids. Cause at the end of the day, family is family is family. Family is everything. So he's going to pick them at the end of the day. So people are debating on this, but, It's not even the debate that gets me angry It's the disrespect that gets me angry Okay It's really the part of Oh that move is whack Dion's corny for that Deion bashing him Like he didn't just do something ill for us We always got We can't expect everybody to be our savior Man we gotta be our own saviors That's how the only way we can get better Okay, we don't get better by bashing each other online. And yes, of course, all these places, Twitter, Reddit, all these are forums where people can go back and forth. That's what they're there for. But it's just, it's not its not a good look. It's not a good look at all for us, okay? It really isn't. And I got to breathe for a second, y'all, because I got hyped up right there. But besides from that, the another situation out in these streets that... Really, uh, got people, got people going crazy. I mean, of course, switching sides. I mean, we do not care. That's how I feel. But we got to get into it. We got to get into it, man. There's the Meg Thee Stallion situation, the Mega Stallion versus Tory Lanes, but just the state versus Tory Lanes, whatever. Obviously, I don't know if you you had to have heard of it by now. But about two years ago, damn near, Tory Lanez supposedly, allegedly shot Meg Thee Stallion in the foot. Told her to dance, bitch, is what they said. Not sure if I believe that. Honestly, I'm not sure if I believe that Tory shot her after all the shit that's coming out. But that's the story. That's the case, right? So after all these kind of back and forth, the trial being pushed back, we're finally in the thick of the trial. I think now it's been going on for at least a week. Okay, I think we're in week two, and man, let me tell you, it has been a doozy, okay? And personally, how, how I feel about the whole thing, um, I think Meg is the victim. Meg was shot by somebody or something, a gun hit her foot. That's the hard, that's the bottom line, that's it. That, that, that's the truth, that's the cold, hard facts, right? But I think her pinning it on Tory, now that's fishy because um, we just found out homie's DNA wasn't even on the gun. Now, if there's another way to shoot the gun without having your DNA on it, you know, obviously besides wearing gloves or something, but the nigga ain't have no gloves on. And they was summer and they was at a pool party drunk as hell. And so she, so, but she was definitive. It's been two years of. Her telling us, this nigga shot me, y'all need to feel bad for me. I feel bad for you. You got shot, but I don't know if it's at the hands of Tory. And then, you know, the stories could come out even more. They were all shit-faced drunk. Drunk as hell, okay? It was Tory, the friend, and Meg Thee They was at Kelly Jenner's house party and up a storm, okay? And... It got ugly. She was pretty much urged to leave. Damn near kicked out by Kylie. Um Tori was flirting with Kylie. And and they did tell us that Tori and Meg were having an intimate relationship. And then to make it even worse, Tori was having an intimate relationship previously with Meg's friend, the one that was with them right there. The best friend that's in the middle of all this as well. So tensions were high. I can only imagine. And depending on what you're drinking, if they, if they were drinking Henny, Somebody was shooting that's just a damn hard truth, okay it is it is so um it's getting it's getting fishy, right? The friend Kelsey comes out she says it had to be Tori. I believe it was Tori, but it kind of seems like she also could have had the gun in her hand too, because DNA on the gun was only found with Meg and the friend, no Tori gun residue was on the friend and Tori. Which is also weird. So it's looking like the friend might, and the friend and Meg had a little beef. You know what I mean? Because of the whole, you know, they were sharing, dude. Ben Simmons was in the mix. Niggas was getting thrown in the mix. The baby hit both of them. It was a whole thing, man. It was a whole thing. So her and Meg were having a lot of problems as it is, you know, and things kind of reared their ugly head at probably one of the worst moments in time. Okay. And then check this the fourth person that was there. The only other person that was there in that truck was the bodyguard who was the driver. Now the bodyguard, he has to testify. Guess what happened to him? Big black nigga. He he, he could not be found. The brother done disappeared. Okay. So now, of course, LAPD is doing an investigation trying to find the nigga. Just before he had to testify in court, the nigga goes missing. Okay. Now if this ain't some shit That's very suspicious Then I don't know what the fuck is Because Broden got up out of Dodge Really he really did He ain't trying to testify Because that tells us even more Of how much a mess that this case is Okay you got You got Tory Walking in the courtroom with his kids With his son getting out the car And then after the court uh, After the hearing or whatever He got his son riding on his back to the car Let me tell y'all something kids ain't allowed in the goddamn courtroom this shit is for photo ops nigga put the turtleneck on and did the shit for photo ops kids ain't even allowed in the courtroom so he told his little nigga son hey you gonna come with me they went in the, the son probably sat with like an assistant or something on the outside of the court for fucking hours the kid was probably starving probably had to use the bathroom and shit and then yeah and he said get on my back and look happy that nigga probably was happy because he's happy to see his dad for fucking five hours and the cameras caught it off It's like oh Because Tory is in front of a jury for real Okay They tried to get him for firing an illegal weapon So It's getting ugly I mean This isn't necessarily a black community issue I mean it is Obviously but People aren't as uh, Kind of on on fiery on both sides i think people are kind of coming along just saying this is some of the wildest shit i've ever heard this is just a wild ass story this feels like the, the this feels like an episode of extended episode of power a lost episode or something because it just keeps getting weirder and weirder every day the point is meg was shot but we don't know who by who we don't know who the fuck shot meg all right And it's not getting clearer and clearer every day But what it is getting clearer Is the fact that it probably wasn't Tory that shot the gun Oh man It it, 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 it really is man this This shit is a shame man This shit is really a shame But black folks man We gotta stop being so much harsher on our own folks All right, The last time I seen niggas come together man Was during the Kanye thing And of course Kanye was saying some real bad shit, all right? I don't condone nothing he was saying. It. If I got to say that, you don't know me. But a lot of y'all niggas won't know me. So, I got to say it. And, yeah, he was saying some wild shit, man. But when he was getting kind of canceled out, like, for real, shit, some of the shit they was doing to him, you know what I mean? Adidas, Balenciaga, all these places really cutting their deals, cutting their ties, everything related to that, nigga. These companies were cutting him off, man. And, I mean... Kind of proved his point a little bit But that's what the last time I saw black folks Probably coming together and Being like alright not too much on Kanye now Settle it down Alright Y'all doing a little way too much now But Ever since then man People we we just be so We be quick to be so harsh on our own folks man Not that I'm saying we're harsher I mean I said that just now But not that saying we are But at times it seems like it You know I mean I have a rule man I'm never going to fight another black person in the club. not saying that I'm just going willy-nilly fight a white person. They don't take it that way. Like, I'm just out here calling for violence. But I'm saying if me and a black dude, man, we bump into each other, man. I don't know if you guys ever seen the boondocks, but there's a classic thing called the nigga moment. And what, it was a sarcastic joke and, and the thing, but it happens. You know what I mean? Dudes, step on my shoes, step on my shoes, don't step on my shoes. Now we fighting and shooting and all that. What a, so I make a concerted effort to say, man, me and a black dude bump into each other. He might not have the same values as that I hold But if he look at me crazy he look like, Bro I ain't fighting you man We not fighting And then you piece it up And then you go on about your day It's just the same mentality Okay but online with Twitter And people having the ability to Talk into their phones And you know tweet out 140 characters They start uh, They be quick to get their opinion out Even if it's a negative opinion Because they want to be first with it So y'all gotta get a grip man We gotta get a grip We gotta get it together Okay, no, no, we seriously do, but with that being said, man, damn, this was like a long episode, I feel like, well, hey, we got a lot of shit on the table, man, <sighs> but with that being said, I'm going to be back next week up in this bitch, okay, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Holidays to all you motherfuckers out there, what you got going on, hope y'all have a good weekend, the ones that celebrate Christmas, uh, I think Hanukkah and Kwanzaa is going on right now, so I hope... Uh, everything is going well with y'all I hope everything is cool Shout out to my brother man It was his birthday last week My, my, my second Oh no my first uh, younger brother um, Then my second young brother Shout out to him man He just played in uh, this all star uh, High school football game With the best in the Carolinas man So shout out to them Shout out to my sisters all them Man, I love everybody It's the holidays okay Shout out to you And um Next week, we are going to get into some of the shows I'm watching right now, man, because there is shit we need to fucking recap, okay? There just is. And we're going to get into that, man. But appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. As always, my rocking with it is the three-day weekend podcast hosted every week by your boy. I gotta stop saying that. Big Q, the Duke of Boston. Big Q made it. You know what I'm doing. You know how I'm coming. Peace out, y'all. I'm going to see y'all next week tune in and lock in.